Okay, so today we start the the fourth, the third parak, sorry, and we are learning Daf Yud Gimel. So the Mishneha begins. It says, Arugashi shisha shisha tfachim. If you have a garden patch that is the size of six by six tfachim, then we say Zorimba Tuchai, you could be able to plant within that space five zeronim, five different minim. Arba um, ba'arba ruchot, four on each of the ends, ruchot ve'achad ba'emtza, and one in the middle. Now, we have to appreciate that what we're doing here is we are differentiating between um, what we've been learning before. Before, we're talking about proper fields, okay? And there we had to have much bigger space. Here, however, we're dealing with a small garden patch where you're just planting different men in one, like all in one small confined space. So to appreciate what it means by arba, arba, ruchot, emsa, all the pictures today, I didn't have a chance to try and share it themselves because there's way too many. Most of the pictures we're bringing here from our, the, the on Rebchaim's parish here um, that on, in the Ozvahadar, whereas I've got a few from Kahati where it's bit slightly, slightly different. So first he understands is that Shittat Rashi is the Shir Yenika, meaning the, the, the Shir, the, the measure of which a, the vegetable, say, might draw, draw its nutrients is one and a half Tfachim from where it's planted. And therefore you need to separate three Tfachim between the two different minim. That's why, according to Rashi, you plant one in the middle, and you can plant four on each side. We're assuming here that Rosh Torah is not a problem, which, by the way, makes sense. What the Tosfot says pretty much exactly like Rashi, but he says you can't plant the full length of the end because Rosh Torah is a problem. So therefore, you still have to have a three tfachim space between those minimum on the edges. That's why, according to the, the Tosfot, again, it's one in the middle, four little strips on each side, but not the full length. That's why you've got the three tfachim space in between. That's Rashi and that's Tosfot, okay? However, what you have now here is the Rush. The Rush says all you really need, you don't need three Tfachim gap, all you need is what's called the Shira of one and a half Tfachim. So if that's the case, then theoretically you can have one little piece in the middle, one dot in the middle, then separate the one and a half Tfachim and then plant uh, on the edges like this. Now he doesn't allow Rosh Tor either. So therefore that's why you've got this kind of like triangular or truncus shape, that's probably more accurate. Or trapezoid, or trunk, uh, trunk or trapezoid, one of the two shaped um, patches you can plant. That way, between each of those two minim from there to there, say from the top one and the and the, and the side one, there's still one and a half tfachim space, as you see in the picture. And there's also one and a half tfachim space between that which is planted on the side and that in the middle. If you wanted a simpler configuration, let's go to the far left, the Tonsatovsat Anshe Shem. This is a picture from Kahati, which is exactly the same principle. Where you, have, where you leave one and a half tfachim from the edges, but you simply have strips like this on the edges. Okay, and that's much, much that's a simpler picture, I think, than the Reb Chaim one, but really comes to the same conclusion, all right, based on the same principles. Ah, if you can have one and a half tfachim space, according to the rush, why can't you send, theoretically plant nine like this? So the understanding is that, yes, theoretically, if I could plant nine by having one and a half tfachim space between each of the different minim, I could really plant nine. However, I don't do that because simply more than five looks like an Ibruvia. In other words, there are certain limits, but then there's still a maximum beyond which, according to the Rush, that it looks now like the complete mixture. Okay, so what have we seen so far? So the Rush and Tosvot that seem to say you need a three fucking space. We saw the Rush that doesn't allow Rosh Torah, but you need only one and a half fucking space. And then you've got a third family, if you like, of, of Shitot, which is like the Rambam. The Rambam says, actually, you can, you can allow Rosh Torah, meaning if you have a Rosh Torah, if you have uh, point to point to, to, to flat, like a point meeting a square, then you don't need any spacing at all. So that's why you can have like a diamond shape in the middle. That's probably the picture you're more familiar with if you've learned Mishnayas. And then you have like these bars on each side. 
like the strips on each side and therefore they're only they're all meeting at a point like in seeing the picture um i showed you on the right ah uh, but if that's the case why can't you fit in nine just have nine diamonds and that doesn't work why because mathematically if you have a look the distance between one diamond and the next going diagonally right so between two flat surfaces is not going to be one and a half tfachim. it's going to be 1.4 root two right so you, because of that, you can't really have nine. You can only really have like this configuration. By the way, if you want another diagram placed on the same principles, this is Kati's picture from Mesef the Shabbos, is you can have the diamond, if you like, filling up nearly the whole triangle and then only the corners fill in with the other four minim, which is, again, they're really the same principles of picture we have from the Rambam. You can have five meeting at points, okay? So... What have we seen? Three different ways. Three different ways of understanding it. One is you need a harchak of three tefachim. It's Rashi and Tosfot. You've also got the Rush sitter. You actually need a, a, a harchak of one and a half, but you can't have Rosh Tor. But there's still a maximum of five, and you've got the Rambam that allows Rosh Tor. Okay, so therefore, and the Mishnah says five. Now, why do we get to five? The the Gemara is going to explain why five is a maximum. Okay, now the Gemara, the Mishnah continues. Sorry, it says Hayala Gvul Tefach. If, however, there's like a, after the six by six face, um, sorry, six by six space, there's a, there's a raised frame, if you like, around it. So the soil is raised by a tefach and you've got a strip around it. Then you can plant, now we say, gvul tefach, zorim You can now plant 12. Al kol gvul, so shlosha al kol gvul, three on each, on each end, and achad be'emsa. So again, according to the, um, According to the uh, the rush, Lishitator, he doesn't allow Rosh Tor. So therefore, and you need one and a half Tfachim space. Okay. So because, because you need one and a half Tfachim space, you need a Chetzi Tefach plus the rays to get to the edge. That's why what you're doing is planting one big min in the middle. And then around the edge, you're planting, if you like, all these 12 spaced one and a half Tfachim apart. The Kasha that the Reb Chaim brings on the rush is, Mathematically, it doesn't actually fit. You can have each patch being one tefach. Usually we say a small little patch of vegetables is one by one. Here, it's only, if you can see in the pictures, it'll only be three quarters of a tefach. Anyway, that's the rush. Again, the principle of the rush is you need a one and a half tefach and you can't rely on rosh tor. That's why, again, how do I get to the, why can I plant so close to the edge? You can, because it goes up by a tefach. It's raised off by a tefach and you leave it a tefach across. So it sounds like you're calculating sort of, you're not doing hypotenuse, you're, you're calculating it that way, um, the two edges. Now, according to the Rambam, it's a little bit simpler and it fits in a bit not quite nicely. You plant the full diamond in the middle. And then on the edges, you know, then on the edges, you simply plant them three on each edge. You only need a tefach or mechetza spacing between them. And therefore, each of these can be a full tefach patches on the sides you see in the picture. Okay. That's the way, that's the rush and the rumble. Now, Rabbi Yehuda says, the Gemara continues. Oh, no, not, not yet. Sorry. Let's finish the Mishnah. You shouldn't plant the heads of Lefet, his turnips, on the Gvul, because if you try and put, plant a little corner like, he, like a little uh, thing of Lefet, it's going to fill up the whole space anyway. It's going to be a problem. All right? So it's going to look like an Imbubia. Now, Rabbi Yehuda says, you can actually plant Shisha Be'emsa. How do we get Shisha Be'emsa? Well, according to the rush, what you do, all you need is a tefach mechetza. So let's look at the inside part. The inside part, you can plant six different minim. Now, it's important to understand a few things behind shitat the rush. Firstly, the shitat rush is, according to Rebbe Yehuda, 
he doesn't know, allow five in, in a six by six. He actually allows six in a six by six. That's point number one. That's why you can plant six in the, in the section in the middle. Okay. The next point is, is once you come up a tefach, all the space you need is that one tefach is considered a harachaka for the gvul. And therefore, you can plant, again, like we said here, 12 around the outside. You can plant 12 here. So therefore, also, once you've got the 12 plus uh, 1, 2, 3, you've got, you got 12 plus 6. Now you can effectively plant 18. If we look now according to Shittata Rambam, well, the Rambam says, why can you plant 6 in the middle instead of 1 in the middle? Because simply, once you've got 6 in a 6 by 6 planted in a Rosh Tor configuration, you're going to have a one and a half tefach in between. Okay, as you can see that between the planes, the, 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 the parallel lines here, mathematically, you're going to have more than one and a half tefachim. Okay, that's how it works. That's why he says that's quite rum and you can plant six in the middle and then 12 around the outside. Okay, um, fine. It, 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 it's understandable. you really need to see the sheets in front of you. Um, just to be hard to, to listen just otherwise. Okay, that's the Mishnah. Let's have a look at the Gemara. So the Gemara tries to understand now why, how do we get this, um, the, that it's five minimum in the middle, or, or we get to, uh, and, and that's it. So it says, Zeru eha, miut zraim ishnaim. Zeru eha. Now, just to appreciate, the Pasuk itself reads as follows. Uh, this is from Pasuk from, from Ishayahu. So, um, Ishaya says, Ki simcha ukegana zeru eha tatsniach. Meaning it says that, that the land should produce plants or the abigana in the garden, its seeds will tatsmiach, will grow forth. Now, the way the, the in the Bavli, in Shabbos, it says, totsi is a chad, simcha is a chad, is a plural, that's shnaim, tatsmiach is a chad, that's how you get to five. Yerushalmi doesn't do that. Okay? Yerushalmi says as follows, zeru'eha, because it's in the plural, is a minimum of shnaim, a minimum of two. Now, how are you going to have two? The only way you'll have two is like Reb Chaim points out here. It sounds like it sounds like the assumption of the Gemara is how can you fit two in a six? Uh, with, so it doesn't look like an Ibuvia. It seems to be Rosh Tor. So Amr of Shmuel says, Abba Sisra, sorry, From two, you can learn four. Because if you're allowing Rosh Tor like this, then you can fit four like this, right? Each triangle, if you like, pointing from the edge, coming to the middle. Okay. Don't worry, the Gemara is going to reject this eventually, but this is the assumption of the first page. It says, Just as with Shtaim, you can plant it at full length and Meitzar of a Holech, and it sort of narrows into a point so it meets in the middle. Arba, you could do the same thing. You could put a strip on each end and make them narrow to a point in the center, like this picture. Importantly, Rav Chaim says, but still, You'll, from the, uh, the, they're still like, it won't go all the way to the edge. It'll still be a space of one and a half tefachim in between. Okay. So he says, and therefore, now if they're all coming to a point, it's impossible to say, now I can plant one extra seed in the middle because that seed is being met by a Rosh Torah. So therefore, one, two, three, four, plus the one in the middle, we got to five. That's where the Gemara derives five. So Amra Yona Avodah Pogia Bavodah. Okay, fine. Avodah pogei avodah. The Rosh Tor seems fine. However, ve'ain min pogei bechavar lechovshah. But he says, but one second, that min in the middle is going to be what's called chavush. And we said that if something is completely surrounded, even by Rosh Tor, it's going to be a problem. Um, fine. Uh, he says, uh, fine. 
So therefore, we have to have a different answer. So Rabbi Yeshua says differently, learn some from the Pesukim. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says, now we sort of switch some of the words around. It says, Zera, Zara, Zareha. That's, we're sort of, sort of switching the lines around. Or Yehuda, says, the Rabbi Yehuda says, Shisha, that would be Zareha, 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 and Zeru'eha. What are we talking about here? In other words, the way Rabbi Chaim explains it is, um, is actually based on the, this is a bit like the Marafulda. He says, that since, the, since it could, the, the Torah could have said Zara, or Zara or Zara, but it says Zareha, that's the way it's written, if you like. Therefore, it's, it includes five letters. So therefore, the five letters is five minim. Whereas um, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, it says Zeru'eha. So if you count the letters, Zayin, Reish, Vav, Ayin, Yud, and Hey, that gets you to six. The um, other Mafarshim explained it a bit, uh, I think, uh, based on the uh, Shabbos, I think slightly differently. It says that uh, Zera is a Chad, Zara is Shtaim, Zareha is Od Shtaim, Zeru'eha means Od Shtaim gets to six. So in other words, they sort of, the, the way, that, again, the, the way the Pnei Moshe explained is sort of the grammatically, there's Ribuyim within the word Zeru'eha. Whereas um Chaim says it's actually got to do with the number of letters. Now, the reason why that makes sense is because because according to the continuation. Um, so Rab Chagai Amar, Zara Chamisha, so therefore call Hend Anamashkachle Vav Anamachakle. So what it seems to be is the way Marafulda explains the sugya, just this part, he says is that it seemed to be he thought that the Torah always is a, there's a ktiv and a kri going on. It's k'tiv zayin resh ayin yud hey, and the chachamim adoresh on the way it's written, meaning the five otiot. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda seems to be, say that it should be zeru eha, meaning the way it's read, and that would be six otiot. That's why you can have six minutes. Okay. So then the Gemara says, so, uh, so therefore, any time he saw a Sefer Torah with a vav in it, he wanted to go and be mochek that vav, because it, it should be a k'tiv and a kri issue going on. He went to ask Rav Huna Safra, who was a Sofer, um, uh, so, so, Sofer de Sidra. Okay? Uh, Sofer de Sidra, meaning he was like a Baki in this. He knew all the Baki Melotra. There's actually written Zeru Eha. Now, the way the, um, the, the, uh, the Marafulda explains it is that. It seems to be machloket, those, those Sifre Torah that are written Zeru Eha are like Shittat Rabbi Yehuda. In other words, it seems to be machloket between Rabbi Yehuda and Chachamim if you write the words, Zara, if, you, if, if it's written with a Vav or not. That's what it sounds to be like. Okay, let's continue now. Rabbi Yochanan says as follows. Rabbi Yochanan says, B'Shem Rabbi Anai, Kulam B'Toch Shisha. So at, when we said in our Mishnah that it's that you can do six, five minims, sorry, according to Chachamim, within a six by six space, it's all within the six by six space. And that's how we've explained it with a whole bunch of pictures in the very beginning. However, Kahana B'Shem Rabbi Shimon Menlaki says, no, Kulin Chutz Lishisha. He says, no, one min is inside the six, so Gimal B'Gimel Tfachim space, and the other minim are outside the six. Okay, so this is a six by six in the middle, and your other four minim on the outside. The way the Reb Chaim describes it in the pictures he has, you plant the other four minim, if you like, on the corners wrapping around, with a one and a half tefach space in between, because this, see, he says, I think he explains this section according to the Rashi. He says, this whole section flows smoothly according to the Rashi's parish, where you can't have Rosh Tor and you need a one and a half tefach space. That's why you plant six in the middle 
and you're given a one and a half tefach space to the end. Sorry, three by three in the middle. Therefore, you've got one and a half tefach space to the edge on each side. So as you can see in the picture to scale. And therefore, on the corners, you plant your other four minim like that, like or sort of like a picture frames. And then, and then you have this one and a half tefach space in between. So therefore, this says, the Gemara says, im kulun chutz shish, shisha. If that's the case, if you're going to have, if you're saying all the other minim, we're saying outside the six, then need, need tisha. Then you can plant nine. Don't say it's six. You can plant nine. How can you plant nine? So here, by leaving a one and a half tefach space and just planting the corners as follows, you could have an extra min in the middle of each one on each edge, as you can see. So you've got your, your three by three tefach space in the middle. And then you've got, then that's the only sec, that's the only thing planted in the six by six space. And on the outside, you've got your picture frame hooks on the side. Sorry, the, the, the sort of framing corners on the side. And the one tefach's in the middle of the edges. And that's how you could fit. You could fit, uh, you could fit nine altogether. So the Gemara says, You know what? You're right. If that was your only garden, patch in your garden, you could do that indeed. However, says, no, our mission is talking about let's say you want to do many of these and therefore your configuration would look like that. And because you're trying to do many of these, if you, and, and, and you want these arugot to be close together, then as you can see in alternating, what you do is you plant four on the corners. This explains why the parish was on the corners before. And the one next to it, you plant in the middle of the edges. And that way they can be planted close together, sort of like Lego pieces slotting in together to, the, to sort of maximize the amount you can plant within this space without running into problems of being within one and a half tefach for each other and not relying on tefachim uh, for each other, I should say, and not relying on Rosh Torah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the that's share today. Um, it, it ended Basically, up being, you uh, still need a degree in mathematical science to become a um, or I think, I think, I think it really, it comes to the idea of, um, in physics, out of physics teacher, the, you know, the, the apply the KISS principle, which he says was keep it simple, stupid, right? In other words, if you, if you have, if you're not trying to be true creative in the garden, you can avoid a lot of these problems. Um, but again, as I said to you that when it comes to previously that would someone really plant the field in this manner? I don't really know, but I think it's, I don't think it's relevant because through this, we're learning all the principles of, of the harchaka. Like we saw already, I'm not sure if we learned it, but we saw this in Machloket. Does Rosh Tor apply to a garden patch? How much do I need a space between my carrots and my radishes that I want to plant in my back garden? If it's not a patch, if it's individual things, it's a three tefachim. So all these principles are coming out of these interesting configurations, but nonetheless, um, but, but we can derive principles for much simpler scenarios, I think. All right. Thanks so much. You're home already.